You're listening to Senior Times Podcasts. Thanks to our sponsors, Expressway Travel Department and Doro Phones for making this podcast possible.
was the rondo for Mozart's Flute Concerto No. 1 in G major, played by Herbert Weisberg, with Capella Istropolitano, conducted by Martin Siegert. It was preceded by the finale of Symphony No. 38 in D major, played by Philharmonia Kosova, conducted by Johann Wildner. Hello, this is John Lowe welcoming you to the second part of the Senior Times Classical Collection Mozart Special in association with Naxos Music. I hope you enjoyed the first part and I think you'll find plenty to like in this second part. Mozart was the finest keyboard player of his generation, a mantle later to be taken up by Beethoven. And it's no surprise that he has left such a wonderful legacy of compositions for piano, sonatas, duets, chamber groups, and of course the gold mine that is his 27 concertos. In no chronological order, let's dip into three notable works. First of all, hold on to your seats for the runaway train that is the rondo of his piano concerto number no. nine in E flat major.
was the rondo of Mozart's Piano Concerto No. 9, played by Jeno Yando with Consensus Hungaricus, conducted by Andreas Ligeti. In complete contrast, this is Mozart in his introspective mood, in the slow movement of his Piano Concerto No. 23 in A major, with the same soloist and orchestra.
was the slow movement of Mozart's Piano Concerto No. 23 in A major, played by Jeno Yando with Consensus Hungaricus, conducted by Andreas Ligeti. Finally, in this keyboard cornucopia, we have the well-known opening movement of Mozart's Piano Sonata No. 16 in C major. This is sometimes called the Simple Sonata, as it was believed to have been written for a young student. But as legendary pianist Arthur Snarble remarked, it is difficult to play easy Mozart and easy to play difficult Mozart.
you're not smart enough to own a smartphone? Well, think again and think Doro. Doro phones are designed specially with the older person in mind. They're easy to use with louder sound and larger text. Plus numerous state-of-the-art features that don't compromise on performance or quality. To learn more about the full range of high-tech Doro phones, visit doro.ie. Doro phones, make friends with innovation. Your free travel card can be used on all Expressway coach services. Despite restrictions, we're staying on the road. Whether you need to attend a medical appointment or for any other essential journey, remember to travel with Expressway. Expressway, keeping Ireland connected. If you're enjoying this podcast, why not subscribe to Senior Times, the magazine and website for people who don't act their age. Or maybe you have a loved one or a friend who you know would love to read more. You can buy a subscription and have the magazine delivered direct to their door. To subscribe to Senior Times, visit the website at seniortimes.ie and like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash senior times. Mozart's elevation into the highest echelons of Viennese society was now unstoppable. He was mixing not only with the city's aristocracy, Austrian and European royalty, but more important with influential and prosperous merchant classes who had deep pockets. He met all the leading composers of the day, including Haydn, with whom he became great friends. He became a mason in 1784. He had arrived. It was also a highly productive period in which he composed many of his finest mature works, including piano concertos, piano sonatas, choral works, string quartets and string quintets, and of course the great operas. He also composed a third of his four horn concertos around this time. This is the Allegro from Concerto No. 3, written in 1787. Thank you. 
the Allegro from Mozart's Horn Concerto No. 3, played by Josef Koppelman with Capella Istropolitano, conducted by Milos Stevenen. Seventeen eighty-seven was also the year Mozart's father died, and there were the first rumblings of the couple's financial difficulties. While he had been earning large sums of money, they were spending it as quickly. They moved to a succession of lavish apartments where Wolfgang had billiard tables and even kept a horse. They both loved fine clothes and had a penchant for handmade shoes. Mozart was also a gambler and was frequently involved in high-stakes billiard matches and card games. And like all gamblers, he probably chased his losses. There were also the substantial ongoing medical expenses relating to Constance's many difficult pregnancies which involved long convalescence at nearby fashionable spas. They had six children, but two, Carl Thomas and Franz Xavier, were the only two that lived into childhood. But despite his increasing financial worries, like the pro he was, he continued to compose. Among the works of this period were his last three great symphonies, number 39, 40 and 41, in 1788. This is the stately opening of Symphony No. 39 in E-flat major, followed by the lively finale. Thank you. 
was the two outer movements of Mozart's Symphony No. 39 in E-flat major, played by the Mozart Academy Amsterdam, conducted by Jap Linden. A reminder that you are listening to the Senior Times Classical Collection podcast, Mozart Special, with John Lowe in association with Naxos Music. Naxos Music has the world's largest collection of classical music recordings, and the good news is they are all at bargain price. For more information, visit naxos.com. The next two years didn't bring any noticeable improvement in Mozart's finances, but he was as prolific as ever, and one of the works completed in this period is possibly his most celebrated and recognisable, his Serenade No. 13 in G, better known as Eine Kleine Nachtmusik. This is the Allegro and Romance.
That was the Allegro and Romance from Ina Kleiner Nark Music played by the Onyx Chamber Orchestra. Mozart's finances continued on a downward slope and in desperation he travelled to Berlin in 1789 to try to secure a post from the King of Prussia, but without success. He had no better luck when he returned to Germany a year later for the coronation of the new German Emperor Leopold II in Frankfurt, hoping to receive commissions and perform at the various celebratory concerts. 1791, the last year of Mozart's life, was also one of the most productive. His compositions included the operas The Magic Flute, Le Comenso de Tito, his Piano Concerto No. 27, a Horn Concerto, the Sublime Clarinet Concerto, Avem Corpus, Quintets, Minuets and Dances, not to mention most of the Requiem. This is the joyful final movement of the Piano Concerto No. 27, possibly the last piano music he ever wrote. It is followed by the Ave Verum Corpus, one of the many poignant religious works he produced in his lifetime.
That was the Ave Verum Corpus sung by the St. Clement's Concert Choir and the St. Clement's Concert Orchestra conducted by Randall Swanson. It was preceded by the final movement of Piano Concerto No. 27 played by Jeno Yando with Consensus Hungaricus conducted by Andrus Ligeti. By the middle of 1791 there was a dramatic turnaround in Mozart's fortunes thanks mainly to the royalties from his operas. The Magic Flute in particular was a smash hit and was performed all over Europe. This is the Dramatic Overture.
That was the overture to The Magic Flute, played by Capella Istropolitano, conducted by Barry Wordsworth. This is John Lowe signing off this second part of the Senior Times Classical Collection Mozart Special, which I hope you've enjoyed. Once again, my sincere thanks to Martin Hewitt of Naxos Music and my producer, Connor O'Hagan. Look out for the third and final part of this series, which will be released shortly. As a bonus before I go, here are two movements from Mozart's Piano Quintet in E-flat, played by an ensemble led by Josef Kiss. First the Larghetto, followed by the uplifting Allegro. Mozart regarded this as one of his finest works, so who are we to argue? Happy listening and keep safe. Thank you.